Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. So nice to be able to welcome back to the program Dr. Avi Loeb. He is the chair of Harvard's astronomy department he's an astrophysicist and today is the drop date i'm holding it in my hands of his brand new book which i've read and thoroughly enjoyed extraterrestrial the first sign of intelligent life beyond earth dr Loeb, thanks so much for coming back i hope that you will humor the potus audience by giving us one of the thought experiments that you offer to your students at harvard well thanks for having me I should just start by saying that uh, I search for intelligence in the sky because I often don't find it here on Earth. You know that. <laughs> but uh, regarding my students, uh, uh, I asked them uh, in one of the classes: uh, suppose a spaceship would land uh, and ask you to get in for a trip. Uh, would you do it? Uh, and they told me they would do it under one condition: that they can share their experience over social media. Now, to me, maybe it's a generation difference, but to me, that is completely irrelevant. I mean, enjoying the experience of being out there by itself is a thrill. Why do you need to share it with anyone? 
And when you ask a follow-up where you say no social media and we'll be passing by a black hole, all of a sudden the willingness dissipates. Right. And then they, they're worried that by getting into this ultimate prison, they will never be able to come back. And so that's an important consideration. Uh, I also recommended a trip to the nearest black hole to my colleagues that work on string theory, because that's a place where, where they can test their theory. But uh, they uh, suggested that they have an ulterior motive for sending them into a black hole. Dr. Loeb, the question that you ask and answer in your book is, in simple terms, are we alone? Uh, there's a more complicated way that you actually piece it together. But discuss with my audience, what is it you were seeking to address in writing this book? Right. So actually, um, I would think that um, the answer to the question, are we alone, is probably not. Because by now, we, we know that half of the sun-like stars have a planet the size of the Earth, roughly at the same separation. And so if you arrange for similar circumstances, you should get similar outcomes. We should not be unusual. We should not be special. Humans over history made uh, the assumption that we are special and unique, and they were wrong all along. Aristotle, the ancient Greek philosopher, thought that the Earth is at the center of the universe, and then there are spheres around it, and for a thousand years, people believed him. But then Copernicus and Galileo showed him wrong. The earth moves around the sun. Many people still believe we are special and unique as biological creatures. There is no potentially no life like us out there. I actually think it's very likely that we are common. And just like ants on a sidewalk, we are not special in any way. That's why nobody is visiting us. We don't merit any attention. And in fact... Um, I don't think that we are the smartest kid on the block. You know, when my uh, daughters were young, they tended to think they have special qualities. And <laughs> uh, once they went to the kindergarten, they found other kids and recognized that, you know, the, they have qualities better than them. And they got a better perspective. And so the way for our civilization to mature is by going to the cosmic street and finding others. And my book talks about one object that happened to be the first object that we noticed in the vicinity of the Earth that came from outside the solar system. And it appeared like nothing we have seen before, not a comet or an asteroid, rocks that we have seen within the solar system before that. It was very peculiar. And I talk about the properties, why I think it may be something else. And it convinced me after a while, after looking into the data about it for um, half a year, that uh, it may be artificially produced. Sort of like walking on the beach and seeing most of the time naturally produced seashells or rocks. But every now and then you stumble across a plastic bottle. And Oumuamua, this object, may be the first plastic bottle that indicates an alien civilization for us. I'm holding in my hand, and I'll, I'll show to a, a Zoom audience that our, our SiriusXM listeners will be able to then watch, but it's a printout of the New York Times of October 19, 
2017, because I wanted to just put myself back in the moment. There's no reference here to that which you're about to describe, but this was a day when President Trump was arguing about health care, where there was a story about ISIS, where there was a controversy over what President Trump had said to the widow of, of a slain uh, soldier, etc., 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 But you maintain that on October 19, 2017, we were at the beginning of a critical 11-day sequence during which time you think we were visited. Please explain. Right. So this object, which was the first that we noticed from outside the solar system, uh, passed near us and actually was on its way out uh, when we noticed it. And at first, Uh, The peculiar fact about it is that its brightness varied by a factor of 10 uh, as it was tumbling. And its brightness was simply reflected sunlight. Uh, And it means that the area projected on the sky of this object was changing by a factor of 10. If you imagine a piece of paper that is razor thin tumbling in the wind, uh, a change in the area that you see by a factor of 10 is huge. It means that the object is 10 times longer than it is wide when projected on the sky. And uh, moreover, uh, the object exhibited an extra push away from the sun uh, without any cometary tail. Usually when gases evaporate from a comet, they provided a push through the rocket effect, but there was no cometary tail. And in fact, the Spitzer Space Telescope looked very deeply behind it and couldn't trace any carbon-based molecules, nothing. And the the question was, what gives it this extra push? And I suggested that it's just reflected sunlight, the way that uh, a wind reflects off a sail uh, that pushes a boat um, can also be the way that light reflects off a sail, which we call a light sail, and pushes it. And we are currently developing this technology for space exploration. And so it's possible that another civilization mastered this technology by now. And uh, we see just a space debris or, or some equipment, maybe defunct, that was sent out. You know, we sent out Voyager 1, Voyager 2, and New Horizons. There could be a lot of space junk out there. The observations that you're relating were captured in Hawaii. What, what installation exists? Why Hawaii? What's the level of sophistication? Right. So Congress uh, tasked NASA to find 90% of all the objects that get, get close to Earth bigger than 140 meters, about a few hundred feet, the size of a football field which happens to be roughly the size of Oumuamua, this object. And PANSTARS is a telescope that was constructed on Mount Haleakala in Hawaii, Maui, uh, to start this process of tracing all the objects that may come close to Earth. Because we know that the dinosaurs were killed by a giant rock. You know, it must have been a beautiful sight, uh, roughly the, the length of Manhattan, approaching Earth, and it should have been beautiful to watch it getting bigger and bigger, but the fun stopped when it hit the ground. <laughs> right. And uh, we, I mean, the dinosaurs did not have science or astronomy uh, to allow them to forecast this, this event. And we are smarter, even though our brain is so much smaller than the body of a dinosaur, 
it's much more valuable for survival. And we can use our brain to forecast which objects are coming close and perhaps deflect them. So that was the task that the Congress gave NASA. And PANSTARS, this telescope in Hawaii, was surveying the sky to look for such objects and found by chance this very first object that came from outside the solar system, roughly the size of 100 meters, by the sunlight reflected off it. And because it was discovered in Hawaii, the name for this object was chosen to be Oumuamua, which means a scout or a messenger from far away in the Hawaiian language. Was it necessarily manned? And man is probably a bad word choice, but is it possible that it was some type of a, a, uh, an alien craft that had no life within it? Yeah, I mean, everything is possible. We just don't have enough data or evidence. And, you know, science is based on two things. One is evidence. You have to get data. So I would never argue that, you know, we have evidence uh, unless there were all these anomalies that appeared. Um, and then the second ingredient of science is reproducibility. And, you know, since we looked at the sky with PANSTARS over a few years and found this object, we shouldn't find more of the same. If you continue to look for a few years, and in fact, there would be a new observatory called the Vera Rubin Observatory that is currently constructed in, in Chile that would be mar, much more sensitive than uh, pan stars and could discover an Oumuamua-like object once per month. So the idea would be that instead of having this guest for dinner and noticing that it's weird when it exits the front door into the dark street, you know, we should examine the guest when it approaches us. In fact, if uh, the Vera Rubin Observatory will find one of these strange objects on its path towards us. We don't need a rocket that moves too fast. We can just uh, send a camera that will take a close-up photo. And, you know, a photo is worth a thousand words. Right. Speaking of photos, there's there's a rendering. This is not a photograph, but there's a rendering on page 31 of your book as to what you think it looked like. A hundred yards long, and about 10 yards across a cigar, more or less. True? No, um, this is the artist's illustration that was advertised very broadly. But in fact, an analysis of the reflected light from this object as it was tumbling implies that at the 91% confidence level, and this is a paper published in, at the end of 2019, at the 90% confidence level, it was disc-shaped flat, pancake-like, not cigar-like. And that is even more consistent with the kind of idea that it may have been a sail pushed by light. Your colleagues, your brethren, they disagree. They think right. it was what? Well, they say business as usual, and they argue, you know, it's probably an unusual rock. And to me, that reminds uh, an analogy uh, with a caveman that is used to playing with rocks all of his life. And if you were to present a cell phone to a caveman, he would think that it's a shiny rock. So obviously people want to believe that the future is similar to the past. That's their comfort zone. They want to stay there. I can mention an anecdote. There was a seminar at Harvard uh, about Oumuamua. And at the end of the seminar, I left the room together with one of my conservative colleagues that um, worked on rocks in the solar system for decades. 
And he said to me, this object is so weird, I wish it never existed. And, uh, you know, that's appalling for a scientist to say, because uh, you're supposed to learn from what nature gives you. you should, you're supposed to be grateful for whatever evidence you find. And especially if it's intriguing, if it's anomalous, because nature is trying to tell you something new. And, you know, science is a learning experience. We should not assume that the future is the same as the past. If we are not open to discover new things, we will never discover them. In the book, page 61, you say, let us pause here briefly to recap the evidence that emerged about a muamua in the weeks immediately following its discovery. It was a small, oddly shaped, shiny object that deviated from an orbit shaped by the sun's gravity without showing any discernible cometary tail caused by the outgassing of a comet's ice turning to steam by friction and the warmth of the sun, despite a deep search for it with the Spitzer Space Telescope and other detectors. An important part of your observation here was that the trajectory had deviated from that which you would expect to see. Am I saying that accurately? Yes. And in fact, in order to explain the push that the object exhibited, if it were a comet, it would have had to lose about a tenth of its mass, 10%, which we cannot miss. You know, that's a lot of mass coming out of an object. And we see it in the context of ordinary comets. And in fact, there was a second object that was discovered later on called Borisov. And that looked just like a comet. And so people came to me and said, well, doesn't that convince you that Oumuamua was also natural because Borisov looked like a naturally produced comet. And I said, you know, when I dated my wife for the first time, I thought she's special. And since then, I met a lot of women. Uh, that didn't change my opinion about my wife. <laughs> you conclude another thought experiment toward the end of the book. Don't worry, I'm not giving it all away for free. By the way, it's Avi Loeb's new book, and it's called Extraterrestrial. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Albert's is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, 
Uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. XM. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. You conclude another thought experiment toward the end of the book. Don't worry, I'm not giving it all away for free. By the way, it's Avi Loeb's new book and it's called Extraterrestrial. But there's another thought experiment toward the end of the book where you ask, what if previously we had evidence of extraterrestrial life then by the time that we get to the 11 days in 2017 we would have been much more willing to be accepting and dr loeb you go on to explain well in the mid-70s we actually did have such evidence by virtue of a mission to mars will you explain right uh, there was some uh, uh, experiment that was done on mars and indicated the uh, uh, quite likely that uh, there are signs of life there. And I, I should say that uh, within a month, uh, there will be uh, the Perseverance uh, mission landing on Mars and exploring the surface of Mars. And uh, potentially there will be news from that mission that indicate that life may have existed. Mars had similar conditions to Earth early on, and then it lost its atmosphere because it's 10 times less massive than the Earth and its surface gravity was not strong enough to hold the atmosphere. And then without an atmosphere, liquid water cannot exist. And so all the oceans or ponds that were on the surface of Mars evaporated and we, uh, it lost its capacity to, to host life. But we can go there and check whether there was life early on. And uh, that would be a change in our view about life in the cosmos because we will find another place near us where life started. Uh, of course, it's still within the solar system. And I'm most curious about life around other stars because, as I said, I, I don't think that we are the smartest kid on the block and, or, or if you want, not the sharpest cookie in the jar. 
Dr. Loeb, I don't want to give it all away for free, but there's an important subject that I know people will want to know. Does the government have any information on this subject, the subject of whether there really is extraterrestrial life that has not been shared with us? And if that is the case, when might we see such information? I don't think the government has that uh, information. Um, there are reports on unidentified flying objects that uh, were um, documented by pilots and the uh, Navy people and so forth. Now, this is a subject of national security because you, you want to know whether other nations uh, use um, instruments that uh, or technologies that we are not aware of. Uh, but um, I have a hard time believing that uh, there are re- these phenomena that were reported are related to uh, aliens because, um, frankly, we don't merit a visit. You know, we, there is nothing really special about us. We are not particularly <laughs> intelligent. If you check the news, uh, we do a lot of stupid things most of the time. Uh, and um, moreover, there are so many planets in the galaxy that have probably conditions similar to ours that uh, it's unlikely that uh, someone has a purpose of coming and spying on us. However, I should say, instead of uh, focusing on these old reports based on old technologies, on eyewitnesses that uh, saw something unusual, I think we can um, uh, check whether these reports make any sense by deploying scientific instruments in the same sites from where the reports came. And, uh, you know, if we use state-of-the-art uh, cameras and uh, sound sensors, everything we have at our disposal now is so much more powerful than the instruments they used to detect unusual phenomena uh, a decade or two ago. And so I think at a relatively low cost, we can do the experiment by deploying instruments in various places and just monitoring uh, the environment for a long enough time and so I, I, I am very much in favor of applying the scientific methodology, you know, to the where oh. you have a controlled uh, experiment where you check what's going on and understood about reproducibility. If there is no, I, if, if, I yeah, need to but, get in a quick final question because I have a time constraint and we're not giving it all away. For those eleven days in 2017, how close did whatever Amoa Moa really was get to us on Earth? Oh, it was roughly a tenth of the distance between the Earth and the Sun. It was not very close. It was, uh, there is no doubt in my mind that it was not intended to spy on us because it took it more than 10,000 years to cross the entire solar system all the way to the Oort cloud. And 10,000 years ago, we were not that interesting. The book is terrific and it's approachable. So thank you for writing it, and thank you for your willingness to, to come here to SiriusXM's POTUS channel to discuss it. I look forward to seeing you again, Dr. Loeb. My pleasure. Avi Loeb is the author of Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth, and a terrific read. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on SiriusXM's POTUS channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SiriusXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Spring? Is that you? 
Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.